I'd like to start today by having everybody open your mouth wide. Open your mouth. Take your fingers and massage your jaw. You might find yourself starting to yawn. That's okay. Just don't keep it up throughout the whole service. Now I want you to feel your mouth open and loosen up your shoulders. Put your head forward. Roll your head. Loosen up your neck and shake it out. Now just for a moment, tighten up. And then release it. What we have just been doing are some exercises for opening our throats. One last one. Hum. Can we try humming Jesus loves me? Just All of these exercises open our throats to fill our lungs with air so that our voices can sing out resounding from what is deep inside of us, that we may pour out our love for God in gratitude and grace. Our choirs help us with this every Sunday. They come to us with open mouths and open throats to praise God. Now for a moment, again, tighten up. What makes you feel so constrained? What makes you tighten up? What makes you shrink and stifles your voice. Shrug it out. Feel the release. The Greek word for forgiveness means to be released, to be let go, unbound, set free. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. We are set free, opened up.
thanks be to God. Now, my sister-in-law is a frequent poster on Facebook. And the kinds of things she likes to post are the cute puppy videos and the odd news stories about the cowboy who lassoed the criminal in the parking lot at Walmart and the cute kittens that are climbing on the window screen and go berserk. And there is a great deal on neon flip-flops that she knows that everyone must hear about at that moment. So needless to say, I don't always read my sister-in-law's posts in full. I have a tendency to kind of go right on past. So when I got a video sent specifically to me and my sister and brother, I thought, well, this one I have to take a look at. And it was a promotion video for a historical museum in Vandalia, Illinois. Now, in Vandalia, Illinois, it is in south-central Illinois, where my parents were both born and raised where my brother lives. And Vandalia, Illinois is also the place where Abraham Lincoln began his law career. There's the Presbyterian Church, and the Historical Society tells about the way in which Fayette County and Vandalia played such an important part in the Underground Railroad. Illinois was a free state right there north of Kentucky. And slaves would come up to Illinois to be set free. Now, at the very end of this video, it tells the story of how one night a bag was left on the steps of the museum anonymously. And inside the bag were metal shackles that would have been used on slaves. And among the items there was this brass collar that would have been worn around a slave's neck. And as nearly unimaginable as that is, this collar was broken. Someone had broken and released this person whose name was Belle. They set her free, opened up her throat so that she could sing. I thought about the woman in our story for today, and I wondered what was her story. We don't even get a name. Only that people knew her as the sinner. She was a woman in the city who was a sinner. It's always been assumed that she was a prostitute, that she must be, with the way she lets down her hair in public and kisses Jesus' feet. Respectable women do not do that. 
But what we most know about this woman is that she loved Jesus. Her love was so great that she broke every convention of polite society to go and find him and show her love. This was not a spontaneous act, a spur-of-the-moment impulse. She bought an alabaster jar, listened until she knew where he was going to be, and courageously broke through into the dinner party of a Pharisee's house that she might show her gratitude to him. She loved Jesus. She bowed at his feet, which is the position of worship, and she cried. She cried. She had found him. Out of all the other people, Jesus loved her. He was a friend of tax collectors and sinners. She had heard this, and she believed it. She cried all of her grief, years of pain, the insults, the abuse of being reduced to something less than human. Letting down one's hair is an act of both grief and gratitude. And all of the grief and gratitude comes pouring out in her tears, in her hair, in the ointment poured out in this great act of tenderness, of kissing even his feet. Her throat is open. She has been forgiven and she knows it. She has been released. And whatever sin or supposed sin that has been binding her, what other shame and insult label that has been put on her is released. She is set free from dehumanizing disdain that in some way she may have bought into herself. This is faith. She believes that Jesus loves her, that she is worthy of his love. She believes that Jesus looks at her. Others that people avert their eyes and will look away from as to not be associated with, not to make that eye contact. They will walk past her. But Jesus sees her as a human being. The tears and the hair, the great love, he sees her with great compassion. He sees her courage, her faith. Now Simon has this definition of what a prophet is. Prophets are those who can predict the future. Prophets are those who can perform some kind of fortune-telling. Prophets would have known that this woman was a sinner and would not have made physical contact. 
because she is a sinner, she will make him unclean. Just being a woman will make him unclean. He should have immediately removed himself from her and had her removed from that dinner party. But Jesus is a prophet, God's messenger. And Jesus' prophecy is to say, this is faith, Simon. This is faith. See, you don't have very much of that. Because you don't even believe that you need my love and grace. But she knew she needed it. Because of what she's been through. And she has faith. We have all stood in the place of Simon, putting bindings on people, reducing people to a label, a word that dehumanizes, a word that both binds the person we label and blinds us to their humanity. Words such as woman, transgendered, Muslim, conservative, whatever word we have used and meant it in a way that treats a person less than their full humanity, we need to be forgiven. And we have been that woman. We have cried and cried tears of grief when we or someone we love has been shamed, has become shackled, to that shame and dehumanization held down by discrimination. And here in this place is Jesus. This is sacred time and sacred place. And I want you to know that here in this place, Jesus Christ looks on you with love and compassion. Today, whether we are Simon or the woman, today we must be courageous, enough to believe that we are released from our sin and from any shame or guilt because it is only when we are free that we can pour out love. And there are people that we still need to set free. We need to release. 
When we refuse to forgive someone, we bind ourselves. We bind ourselves. And when we forgive someone, we're not saying it doesn't matter what they did. What we're saying is, I want to be free from my anger toward you. And I want to be free to walk away or to start anew. We need so much courage in our world. We need the courage to be free, to be together, to see one another as human beings because we've got so much dehumanization when we leave this place. We need that courage. We need to know deep in our souls and believe it like the woman believed it. And that great love poured forth. In our compassion, in our work for justice, in our work for standing up for those who have been wronged, in our advocacy for gun violence prevention, We need open throats. As we receive God's forgiveness, our throats are opened up. Great love can pour from us and into us and out of us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is peace. The open-throated praise, that loosening of that which binds us or by which we bind others, the praise that flows from that open-throatedness is so profound and so important and such an amazing part of our experience of God that we train and we set apart particular leaders of our worship service to do that kind of work with us and for us. Our choirs, our singers, practice opening their throats. And as they do, their music breaks us open so many times because God's love pours forth from them and we know when it happens because we can feel it. We can feel the love of God pouring out as fully as the woman's hair came flowing down in her gratitude and all of that release of compassion and grace and love that happens in that very moment. We have known that Because our choirs do that and have that happen for us week after week after week. And we are so profoundly grateful for that act of opening up that they bring to us. They minister to us. And as Julie said in our time of prayer, today is the last Sunday for our chancel choir, but throughout the summer there will be soloists 
who come and open their throats. And when we begin in the fall, our choirs will return and the revelations and the first service singers, all of those who are practiced in practicing that release. So let us thank them again. And we are tremendously grateful for their leader. <laughs> Julie, will you stand? And all of the choir stand. <laughs> Sometimes our choir seems hidden, even though they are at the very front. Sometimes they feel that they are not as fully connected with us as they would like to be, but we want them to know that we connect with them. And we are so grateful for what they do for us. Julie, we thank you and we praise you and we thank God for your leadership and the openness of your soul and your spirit which fills us and this co congregation and this choir and opens up the organ to spill forth God's love and God's grace, you help us to be open and released when we can only imagine and desire that for ourselves. So once again... Our choirs have shown us how to do it. And now it's our turn to practice out of faith that your sins are forgiven. Anything that has bound you or made you shrink up, today is the day to open up and sing God's praise Today is the day to accept and receive all of that grace inside of you. Let it flow out in your song and in your life that all may praise God with open throats and full voices and in peace. Let us now shrug our shoulders, open our mouths, roll our shoulders, stand and sing. 